Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Podcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada on this gorgeous. It is Friday, July 15th, 2022. Coming up, it is the Book of Psalms, chapter 99. Don't you dare miss it. It's about God is fair. And a lot of people think, think like, how can God be letting all this go down? Like, there's so much evil in the world. Well, all the evil in the world comes from the human heart. God will not violate the principles of free will, but you cannot violate the principles of God without consequence. And God has to let evil destroy itself. Now, before we get into Psalms chapter 99, first, please consider your part in the many-membered body of Christ. Make this your church, companionchapel.com, companionchapel at gmail.com if you want to email me, and I'd love to hear from you. This is a registered nonprofit ministry. Whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it in the many-membered body of Christ. Please get involved in the church administration today with whatever you can help out with. Thank you so much for the donations so far. After two years, electricity. If you can help get the water running through the house, that would be the greatest thing or help do the outlets. We still need insulation and the roof leaks in about 455 different places. If you could help out with that, that would be the greatest thing. I ran out of shingles and... I'm scared up there. It's too high. Whatever you can do to help out here. Companion Chapel is located at number 338 Side Road 28 slash 29, Paisley, Ontario, Canada, N0G2N0. Now please turn with me in your Bibles too. Psalms 99. Going on with the theme of the last Psalm, God is fair. Psalms 98, which I just recorded five minutes ago. Psalms 99. The Lord reigneth and let the people tremble. That means stand in awe. You know, you're going to be shaking in your boots when you see God. Well, if you're doing something wrong, you are. But you're going to be, finally, we get to go back where we belong with our Heavenly Father. First, there's a millennium period. We get to chill out with the Lord Jesus Christ, unless you're one of Satan's uh, sidekicks. But stand in awe. Let the people tremble. Stand in awe. I don't know who translated this, but there's a few other translations that are really questionable in this particular psalms but he said it's between the cherubims let the earth be moved okay the cherubims what's that what's between the cherubims what's the mercy seat the ark of the covenant okay the ark of the covenant if you want to listen to hollywood which they've made millions of dollars on where's the ark of the covenant where's the ark of god gone and they do they'll just say anything They'll say anything for money through their imagination. But if you want to listen to some divine revelation, go to Revelation chapter eleven nineteen. God scooped it up. There it is. He's got it up there with them, the Ark of the Covenant. Okay. So if you want to keep around, keep going around looking for it, uh, and follow Hollywood's imagination, there's probably 150, 200 documentaries out there. The Ark of the Covenant's with God is what I'm trying to say. Revelation chapter eleven nineteen. The Lord is great in Zion. And he is high above all the people. Zion is his favorite place, Mount Zion. And that's where he's going to hang out. That's where God's going to set up his kingdom. The Millennium Temple will be there. It's God's favorite place in the universe. Okay, And that's where he's going to set up his eternal temple. That's going to be his headquarters. And right now that's supposed to be the headquarters where the law is supposed to be held tight. The law is this. God's law is God's commandments, God's testimony, his covenant with us, his deal. Okay, And... He is high above all the people. Okay, who thinks that he's going to be high above all the people? Go to Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. And Satan thinks he's going to sit above the stars. He's going to be the God. That's his fantasy. And then the next verse, 15, one of the most favorite verses in the Bible. God says to Satan, I'm going to, I'm going to mop you up in a bucket for what you've done to this planet and to my children. 
and I'm gonna slosh you down the sides of the pit. Don't get sloshed down with them. Verse 3. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. That's sacred. Sacred is holy. Holy is sacred. Okay, terrible here is Yahweh, and that's one of the most terrible translations I've ever heard so far. Your name's terrible, God. That's great. Good one, translator. Uh, you know, uh, Friday afternoon on a long weekend, just throw that in there. This word Yahweh means revere. Therefore, read this. Therefore, thy great and revered name, for it is holy. It is sacred. It is set aside. That's what holy means. He's set aside from evil. He set aside us a place. The king's strength also loveth judgment. What are we talking about? Why is this? this is David. Because in verse 6, Samuel gets a shout out. So this is David. He loves God's judgment. Thou dost establish equity. God is fair. Thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob, in that natural seed line. He gave the natural seed line of Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He gave them this word to go plant the seeds of truth throughout the world. And that's our job, whomsoever will. You know, be part of that family. You have to graft yourself in. He's the kinsman, redeemer, our Lord Jesus Christ. We're all the children of God. But he gave one family, you guys... Take care of this word and spread it around the world. Try not to distort it. And, uh, well, that's obviously what's happened. But let's just carry on five. Exalt ye Lord our God and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Respect the natural order of things. He set himself aside in a holy place. That means... There's no evil there. He will not compromise with evil. He will not negotiate with evil. And he will not make concessions with evil. And he will not make concessions with people who make concessions with what's written in this word because it's not convenient to them. And when he did that, when Jesus Christ did that, when no guile, no malice, no corruption was found in him, when he could say, as he did in the book of John, Satan, you got nothing on me. He laid down his life at the appointed time. That's all Satan had. Satan has nothing on the Lord Jesus Christ. When his blood dropped, that covenant was laid. That gave the Lord Jesus Christ the universal right to set up a kingdom of heaven that is valid, that is legit, that is bona fide, that will not compromise with evil, and it's open to you for whomsoever will. You have to walk through those doors of the ministry of salvation. They're right there in front of you. Here's the book of instructions how to get there. Moses and Aaron among the priests, his priests, and Samuel... Among them that call upon his name, they called upon the Lord, and he answered them. God answers us now through this book. Because in the last page, it says, I can't add anything or take anything away. So, there's no such thing as prophets now that foretell. There's prophets now that foretell. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, as it's written in the book of Acts. Verse 7, he spake unto them, in a cloudy pillar, they kept his testimonies and the ordinances that he gave them. And guess what they also did? They wrote them down. They're right here in this best-selling book of all time, the most printed book on planet Earth. Verse 8, Thou answerest them, O Lord our God, thou was a God that forgavest them, though thou tookest vengeance on their inventions. What's their inventions? It's when they followed their own imagination, when they thought they could alter God's word to please people, to please themselves. It's not convenient for them. I don't want to follow this book at the moment. I just want to go do what I want. God will take vengeance on you. God only chastises those he loves. He loves you. 
How's God? And then it says, give thanks for chastisement. Father, that disciplines you. God knows how much affliction you need to humble for the eternity. He wants his children back. He will not violate the principles of free will. If you want to go after your imagination or your inventions that you invent in your mind, go for it. Knock yourself out. Fill your boots. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to see disappointments. You're going to see everything fall apart like a cheap lawn chair. You'll never find inner peace. That's how God takes vengeance. He chastises those he loves. Go ahead, run after whatever you want. But my arms are always stretched out. I will never leave you or forsake you. But people leave or forsake God all the time. Nine, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill for the Lord our God is holy, sacred, set apart from evil. His holy hill, that's his holy dwelling, his holy place. I want to thank you very much for listening. This is the Companion Chapel. My name is Mike. Email me at companionchapel at gmail.com. Email me today. I love the emails. Get in touch with me. Anything you can do to help support this ministry. It's a registered nonprofit. Now that we have electricity, we could use some insulation. I've been here for a couple years. It's freezing. The roof leaks in 455 different places. Help me out with the shingles. Anything you can do to help. Nothing for myself except the basic necessities of life. I want to thank you very much for watching. Please help promote this podcast. Enjoy this podcast. Share it. Have yourself the greatest day and bye for now.